Good morning. It is a Thursday morning. Terry Saul and Amanda Smith hanging out with you. And we have a special guest in studio. Yes, we have Dr. Satya here with us, who is currently a school board member for the Salem-Kaiser School District. And you are running again. Is that correct? That's right. So you did your first term, which is four years, and that ends on June 30th. Is that correct? That's right. It'll end this June 30th. So what makes you want to run again? Well, that's a good question. A lot of people have asked me. Uh... You know, first of all, I'm a parent, and I'm a physician, I'm a psychiatrist. And, you know, as a parent, you don't abandon your children. Mm-hmm. As a physician, you don't abandon those who are hurting and those who are suffering. And so the answer was very clear. I'm, I'm the only incumbent. I will bring with me some level of stability, experience, and continuity. Everything else is changing. And uh, uh, Marty Hine, who is... Uh, not going to run again. In her place, the Cassidy Trout has uh, signed up for running. Yep, I've seen that. Yeah, and so we need somebody who can continue. And, you know, with everything, the perfect storm, it has really hurt everybody, including our children. We have got 40,000 kids to take care of. My wow. superintendent is leaving. We're going to get a brand new superintendent. And I really sat and thought about it. That's, so there's, there's a big shakeup coming then. It's complete shake-up. It's not just the shake-up, mm-hmm. but with everything that we experienced, the pandemic, school closure, and everything that followed, it's almost like a hurricane passed through our town. Yeah. And right now, we need to get our focus of public education back to what it should be. What is the biggest challenge that you see, Khan? Well, the biggest challenge is parents and family members are not even allowed. It's almost like we have totally banned them. There is no way public parents are scared. Yeah. Parents are scared about their children's safety. For the first time, they are asking question, what will happen to our children? We have gone, you know, this is the first time Americans are waking up and saying, you know, for the first time, the kids are not going to do better than themselves. All over the nation. It's not my own statement. And so they are really the mama bears and papa bears of... Of this 40,000 kids that got activated, and yet we are not let them in. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be back with more in just a moment. Stay tuned. Terry Saul, Amanda Smith, Dr. Satya. Did I get it right? You're right. I'm telling you, I'm going to get this done pretty good. So I have a question. What is the main issue that makes you want to put your hat in the ring again? Well, the biggest problem we are facing is between the pandemic, school closure, and all that our community and the nation went through, it has really left behind a serious harm on all our children. It has affected their mental health. Behaviorally, they are having difficult time. Their learning has been hurt and we have a lot of things to catch up. Why, why is that? Why are the children really taking this hard? Well, this is what trauma does. This is what mm-hmm. disasters do. This is like back-to-back 5 and 9-11s we suffered in our nation and our community particularly. Pandemic, school closure, social unrest, economic problem, wildfire and ice storm. Back-to-back. They were back-to-back, yeah. And now when you take these kind of disasters, it does affect everybody. It affects the teachers, it affects children, it affects families. So that has left behind a huge mental health, emotional problems, just harm their learning. And behaviorally, we have 55% increase in violence and discipline problems in our schools. 280 teachers have resigned, not retired, resigned last year. Wow. That's, That's like incredible. about 12% of licensed teachers have resigned. So we are, we are dealing with like a mass disaster back to back. 
and that's what made it very very e- simple for me i sat thought about it prayed about it and told my wife i'm going to be there again i cannot ab- abandon these children i can't abandon my teachers i can't abandon my st- families and the community so so what can you do to help well there are a lot of things i have learned in the last 3 and a half 4 years i've learned all the inside out working i've got in touch with the data i've learned this some of this trend has been going on for a long time our community there is lack of transparency there is lack of solid accountability if you don't have access to data if you don't know what's going on you really cannot figure it out from outside so that experience has allowed me to kind of start asking questions framing the kind of policies that we need to have it's been an uphill challenge i want everybody in the community to know but we have reached a very important tipping point this is where our community will have to start continue to put you know keep asking us hold the elected board directors accountable so that we can ask the district to deliver the things that this public school should be delivering The public schools are also teaching a lot of things that in a lot of people's opinion they shouldn't be teaching, correct? Well, right now it has reached a point where children the first 3 years they have to learn to read. The third grade reading is an important task. If they miss that, it becomes almost impossible for the child to learn to read. I mean read to learn after that. So it is really affecting. So I think we need to get back to the basics of reading, math, science. Right. so that by third grade the kid is learning to read Absolutely. proficiently so that the child can read and have critical thinking and participate in all that this nation should and can afford to offer them after all they are all going to be future american citizens we need all hands on the deck absolutely so we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back Good morning. We are just into the 10 o'clock hour on this, a Thursday. Terry Saul, Amanda Smith. And we have Dr. Satya still joining us. And I kind of wanted to ask you a little bit about what do you plan to do for the safety of our children? Because I know that's been a big concern. Well, it's a big concern for me. It's a big concern for all parents and families. They're scared. They're scared when the child goes to school. Are they bullying? Are they going to be hurt? and the violence has gone up by almost 55% even teachers union is concerned about this the vice president of teachers union talked about 405 reports of staff injury wow my, that's only half the wow. reported ones of my, injury to the yeah. staff yeah. my my former wife is is a teacher and we were talking just recently and she says that it's it's horrible the violence towards the staff the teachers is just out of control that's correct and that's only half the reported cases uh, mm-hmm. of teachers they're scared to report so we really have to start working towards a culture where everybody feels safe number one number two we need to start looking at the data and trying to understand are we what What's going on with our policies? Are they implementing, or are they kind of? Is there a level of accountability? Are we able to predict early on what's going on so that the kids are, uh, you know, ha- served in a manner that's sa- safe for everybody? If a child is becoming violent and the classroom is clear, there's hundred percent of learning comes to stop. Yeah, absolutely. It's oh, not only the child; it's everybody is getting affected. Mm-hmm. Um, how how bad is bullying? When, when when I went to school, and probably when you went to school, we didn't have a lot of issues of bullying. Bullying But now is, it's horrible. Bullying is a serious problem. Mm-hmm. Now with the devices they have, the social media, the bullying doesn't stop in school. It follows the child to the bedroom. It does, and, and I. 
and uh, parents don't even understand or know how the bullying occurs mm-hmm. because the child is scared to share and the ch- child is constantly being electronically and digitally social media etc and that has very high risk for suicide and violence mm. and it really spreads all kinds of out- bad outcome the kid stops going to school so the attendance starts tanking mm-hmm. so without going to school so we are having all kinds of challenges absolutely all right well we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more stay tuned on KSLM radio 104.3 <laughs> fm and 12:20 am she likes doing that I know. Terry Solomana Smith, it is 1030 and our guest has been Dr. Satya with the Salem Kaiser School Board. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing us with all that you have going on. Um, So how do people, I guess, when do you get voted in? So this is is the May election, May 15th, I believe is the 2023's election. Yep. So people will get the ballots, I believe, a few weeks before that. And this is a, a midterm, so usually a low, low turnout. So every ballot, every vote counts, folks. Every vote counts. This is the most critical election for our s- kids' sake, the future of our public school and Salem-Kaiser School District. I had somebody, uh, the last time we voted on the school boards, they got their ballot and they said that they weren't going to do it because they didn't have a child in the school district. They weren't going to vote on the school boards. Mm. And it's like, that is so far from right because this is the future. These children are our future and we have to give them our all, whether they're our blood or not. They are our future. And so I honor and appreciate you for standing up for them and what's right because it takes a special person to do that. Thank you. Thank you. Even I don't have children in school anymore. They're grown. (laughs) But they went through the school and my son is in Manhattan. He works for KPMG. My daughter is serving Catholic Relief Services in this Uganda, Africa, after doing a graduate study. So they're all trying to give back the way they can. But the really important thing, whether you have a child in school or not, you're paying tax. Yes. Each child, I believe, brings about 14,000 or so. It's $1.2 billion organization. Mm -hmm. Whether you like it or not, I tell people, fish cannot live in gated community. Public schools, public education matters. This is the future of our children and our nation. These 40,000 kids are going to be 40,000 citizens who have to, we need all hands on deck, period. Mm -hmm. It's for our nation's interest, national security, local security, national economy. Everything depends on what we do in public school. Absolutely. So if even if your child is in private school, home school, you cannot say you're not paying tax. It does matter. And ultimately everything, if a child drops out, they are at high risk, high risk for legal problems, high risk for social problems. And it costs close to a million dollars in lost ages and what social services, etc. in 2016 or 2016 or 2015 terms. Wow. It will be more than that. You pay now or pay later. That's what I tell people. Mm-hmm. So when you pay your taxes, you need to know what we are using. I need to thank all the taxpayers, whether you're child comes to school or not so please be interested in our educational policy what's we are teaching our future citizens so how do people get uh, how do people get in touch with you if they have questions or want to support you well i have a website it's in english and spanish www.satiaforschools.com s a t y a f o r schools.com okay and if you guys didn't catch that you can email me at amanda at kslm.news and i will forward that to you 
Would you come back and join us uh, for our our show? Um, Absolutely. We haven't even touched the, the tip of what we'd like to talk to you about. You Ter- come back and join us? Terry and Amanda, it'll be an honor for me. And I really want to thank you as being responsible members of Fourth Estate to help hold me accountable. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you.